Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It's Sean Doyle coming to you with Babe. Not sure where I'm going with this one, but it's going to end with yoga. That I can promise you. Stay tuned. You stayed tuned. Tuned into this channel. Thank you so much. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. The Holy Triumvirate called upon by my mother many, many times when I was acting a fool. And she, uh, she, she reserved that for, there was wait till your father gets home, which my father's like the kindest person ever. So really nothing happened there. There was Jesus, Mary, and the often not discussed Joseph uh, was brought in. And then uh, there was, you'll have hell to pay. <laughs> you'll have hell to pay. What the fuck does that mean, right? So, uh, yeah, my mom, and she used to bite her knuckle, too, sometimes two knuckles. When, but I really, you know, it, as my mother ages, she says, she'll tell people that I was really no trouble at all. I was a perfect child, a perfect boy. I never cried. So I don't know why she would pull out Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, but uh, she would pull out that card on occasion. So, like I said, I really don't know where this is going today. I am anxious this afternoon. I am anxious because, and I'll tell you why. I feel real life closing in on me. <laughs> I've been living in a fantasy that uh, I could not have even dreamed up for myself uh, for the last three weeks. I'm on week four of convalescence from my surgery, and I go back to work next week. So at the beginning, I was, I was in bed a lot. Um, but before you knew it, gone were the uh, compression stockings. Gone was the stool softener. Gone was the Oxycontin. <laughs> I had to get off of that right quick. I have such an addictive personality. There was no way I could keep that handy. So, um, but at the beginning, it's, you know, your post-surgery, and then it sort of wears off a little bit, and uh, you get a little freedom. I had to shower with a neck collar on called the Philly. To me, that has an exclamation point, as does the Miami J, which is the collar I have to wear now. Uh, it's a soft collar, and it's not waterproof. The Philly is waterproof. The, the Miami J is not waterproof. But I don't have to wear the Miami J in the house anymore when I'm just sitting around. So I don't wear that as much. But yeah, I felt really, really, really hot when I got home. Unwashed for days. Stool softener. Uh, uh, Job stockings or compression stockings uh, that Eric had to take on and off of me. And then I also wear a CPAP machine. So I want you to imagine how sexy it is for me laying on my back with uh, a neck, neck collar on and then a machine strapped to my nose and mouth. There was n literally no more room to strap anything to my head. I don't know what you'd want to strap onto my head, but you couldn't do it because there was no space left of skin or, 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 or head. So I was looking pretty nasty. But now um, I'm, I'm feeling kind of free. I can walk about the house without a neck collar on. Uh, my scar is visible, and it's really not that bad. Uh, when I went to get the uh, wound checked, the nurse said, Oh, good, he put it in the folds of your neck. And I like plural, meaning that there are mo there's more than one fold. There are many, many folds in my neck for a surgeon to hide a hideous scar. Lucky, lucky us. 
There's many folds, but it is in the, I'm going to say singular fold in my neck. <laughs> and um, it's ugly. My, my cousin's daughter said, did you get your head cut off? <laughs> yeah, they cut it right off. Children really have a way of, of hurting you like no other person can hurt you. Yes, I, I, it looks that, it's, it's hidden that much, right? That you think my head's been cut off. Thank you. So, so it's been three weeks and um, here's how my life's been going. Eric, my amazing husband, uh, gets up with Jackson and gets him ready. Then uh, I sit with Jackson uh, while he goes to Starbucks to get us treats. And then he brings me my treat, and then he leaves with Jackson to go to school. So I drink my drink slowly and usually watch a movie. Now it's like 7.30, 8 a.m. There's so many movies I've purchased and haven't had a chance to watch. So I've had a chance to watch really all of them. Uh, what are some of the movies I have watched, you ask yourself? I've watched The Women uh, with Joan Crawford and Norma Shearer. Witty! I've watched What's Up, Doc? with Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill. I watched Dear White People. Ooh. Uh, it's a series on Netflix, actually, but Dear White People, the film, is what started it off, and it talks about uh, racism. So that's fun in the morning, but it, it's a good movie. Uh, Dead Ringer, where Betty Davis plays murderous twins. Uh, and she says one of my favorite lines, Don't you know me, Jim? It's me, Edie. You all remember that line. Just say yes. And I watched a movie that's a sequel to Dazed and Confused, one of my all-time favorite movies. This is about a weekend in the life of a baseball fraternity called um, Everybody Wants Some by Richard Linklater. That was a really good movie, too. So I have a couple coming up. I want to watch The King and I. I think that's going to be today. So I drink my coffee, I watch a movie, and then, oh, feel the D. I might go in the kitchen and wipe down a counter, clean the stovetop, wash a dish, because I'm not supposed to be lifting over five pounds, although I can increase the weight. I don't find out until the 4th of June how much I can lift. So I try not to lift too much. Then I take a shower. Then I sit on my front porch and I watch cars try and park. <laughs> I've become a really old person. So I watch cars try and park. I've seen some of the same cars try to pull in and out of spots. I live in the city of Buffalo, and there's uh, parking on both sides of the street, but it's pretty jammed on my street. So it's just interesting to watch cars. Um, I suppose this is what old people do in gated communities when they have really nothing else going on. Although I have heard that old people in gated communities have lots of unprotected sex and give each other STDs. Yeah, I heard that the uh, the villages in Florida has like the highest number of, um, well, erectile dysfunction drugs being funneled in and then uh, arrests for indecent exposure. Old people having sex in the... Uh, on an air conditioning unit, I read. <laughs> well, lo and behold. So anyway, I watch Cars Park. I record my podcast, which is really fun. Uh, I've been reading some great books. I'm reading Jake Shears's memoir called Boys Keep Swinging. That's a great book. I'm reading Norman Lear's uh, biography, autobiography, which is incredible. Uh, he's just uh, amazing. And uh, I've been ordering things on the computer. So... The day will pass, and it's just great. And then I have a slew of visitors, people coming to see me. Um, I think one of the things I'm going to say I've learned the most in the last three weeks is that I have some awesome friends. My friends are 
incredible. They uh, stop by, they bring me treats, they've brought meals, they've come to sit with me when uh, Eric has a uh, dance. So they've come to, you know, lift Jack <laughs> in, in, uh, in his absence. And um, just like nonstop, sometimes four visitors a day. How fucking lucky am I? I have amazing friends, wonderful friends, people sending me things. Um, I, I'm, it's an embarrassment of riches, but I, I feel it must be said that my friends are the best friends. I have just incredible, wonderful people in my life and in, in my husband's life and in Jack's life too. It's one, it really is one of the reasons we adopted, other than to teach him how to say babe. We adopted because we do have such a wonderful circle of friends that it was uh, almost criminal that another person couldn't get in and uh, enjoy this this wonderful uh, village that we have. Sometimes I call them the village people, and they arrive um, constantly to see me, and I love it. So I have taken some walks in the community with my neck brace on. I've walked uh, to Starbucks and back, which is uh, you know pretty great. So anyway, I'm telling you this because I have one week left, and then it all comes a crashing down. It's going to go back to, you know, life, getting up at 5.30, 6 o'clock, getting Jack ready, getting him out the door, sometimes taking him to school, going to work and working all day, then coming home, then Jack comes home and giving him a bath and making him dinner and, and you know, being a parent of a toddler. And right now, Eric's really doing both uh, double duty. I'm just an observer here. <laughs> I do. If you could just picture me dressed as Scarlett O'Hara, plunked down on the couch in a giant hoop skirt, just watching Eric take care of my son. And, you know, if you need anything, you just come on over here. Uh, I'll, you know, I, I'm just sort of directing things from the cut. Looks good. Sounds good. Can't hear you. Uh, yeah, all that. So because uh, I'm super limited, but it's all going to come to an end. And I really feel it today. And I'm anxious because I've gotten used to this life. Oh, this beautiful life. If cervical spine surgery had to be the cost, so be it. It's been beautiful. It's taught me a lot. I don't know exactly what it's taught me, but it's, it's, it's taught me that I really need to um, bring more of it into my real life. There's time to relax. There's time for treats. There's time to watch movies and read books that you haven't read uh, for years that have been sitting on your shelf. Uh, I'm really excited about all those things. So yoga is why I'm coming to you today. Coming to you. Here I am. Hello. I'm coming to you today to talk about the fact that I have shitty discs. I already have a blown disc in my lower back. L3 and L4, if you please. And then I have this cervical spine fusion up in the C's. C's 4, 5, and 6 are all fused together. So uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to figure that at 46 years old, it ain't looking too good for my discs. So uh, every doctor that I have gone to, uh, my general practitioner, my nurse practitioner, um, the neurologist, the neurosurgeon, the nurse practitioner at the neurosurgeon, the nurse at the neurosurgeon have all said the best way for you to work around disc pain, uh, further injury, and avoid the surgeon's knife is yoga. Yoga. Now, I have a, a short but ugly history with yoga that I'm going to tell you about briefly. Eric and I decided that we were going to take a six-week yoga class at a very reputable, uh, very, very zen, very eastern yoga studio in 
if you haven't been to Buffalo, we have two cool streets uh, in the city. We have Elmwood Avenue and we have Hurdle Avenue. And uh, this one's on Elmwood Avenue. So the coolness factor, Buffalo style, just got shot way up, right? So we're going to go, we're going to take a six-week class. And Eric's like, I love yoga. Yoga makes me feel so centered. I actually feel taller when I leave yoga. So he was all about yoga. I'm like, yeah, I love yoga too. It sounds like it's going to be great. So here's what I think I thought yoga was. I think I thought yoga was sitting cross-legged in like full lotus position, uh, thinking about your life. You know, just, you know, where have I been? Where am I going? Have I lived before? Um, And then I know people lay on their back too with their hands clasped in uh, what I now know as corpse position, which is my favorite one. And uh, so, yeah, I thought, you know, you just, then you lay on your back and you think some more and there's lots of thinking and they ring a bell and I bet they burn patchouli oil and I bet the instructor is either like a really hot guy with a man bun and leggings or a really beautiful woman with like long hair parted in the middle and lots of wooden bracelets on. Like this is going to be yoga. Oh, I can't wait. So we go to our first yoga class and one class was just letting out as we were waiting to go into our class. And uh, these people were fucking sweating their asses off. And I thought, oh, God, what what happened to these people? This couldn't be yoga they're coming out of. Like, you just lay there, right, and think about past lives and, and uh, harmony. And uh, no, these people were sweating through their clothes, red-faced, panting, leaving the studio. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I hope that, okay. So we went in. And I'm waiting for a hot guy with man bun or a beautiful woman with hair parted in middle uh, to come in and be like, namaste. And uh, instead, this woman came in uh, who looked to, uh, to me like kind of like a, a low rent Adrian Barbeau, which is low. <laughs> I don't know if you need to Google that or not, but just kind of a low end Adrian Barbeau. And that's not what I was hoping for. So I was already sort of turned off by the instructor. Uh, As the hour progressed, there was a bell and there was some sort of incense. But let me tell you, she had us twisting and turning and balancing and falling. And I was really, really bad at it, like falling over. Eric was standing behind me and I kept hearing him go, babe, 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 because I was toppling down. I couldn't touch my fucking toes, which seemed to be a prerequisite, and I was falling all over the place. So we left, and he's like, I feel taller. I feel centered. And I was like, I'm fucking embarrassed. That was awful. And I'm sweating my ass off. Yoga is hard. And he's like, yeah, what did you think it was? Just laying there? I'm like, yeah, I did. I thought it was just corpse pose, you know, for an hour. Meditation. Like when I took acting my freshman year of college, we used to uh, go into a darkened black box theater and and, uh, lie down uh, with our hands clasped. And I don't know what we were doing in that exercise, but I'm like, I like college. This is nice. You just lay there and close your eyes. And this is, I'm in class. Uh, Someday I'll tell you how that went for me. But anyway, uh, six weeks. And I can't remember, I think it was once a week. So really six sessions, but one after the other, you know, we're crawling up the wall now and we're doing, um, I don't know if it was vinyasa uh, yoga or uh, the other kind. It wasn't hot yoga. I know nothing about yoga. So I decided to really look into yoga and uh, I actually uh, had an acquaintance at the time who 
came, had a line of clothes and 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 yoga mats and and t-shirts and uh, flip flops, sandals that said "fuck yoga" on them. And it was I I, I don't think they're in business anymore, but uh, yeah, it w- that was pretty much the merchandise I wanted to buy. Fuck yoga, but I went and I was just bad at it. I was terrible at it. And Adrian Barbeau never looked at me once. Like I didn't feel a connection with Ms. Barbeau. Um, I. She was just embarrassed. So came for the last class and, you know, I had tried to read up on yoga. I tried to uh, uh, learn as much as I could. I, I bought, you know, I bought a yoga mat, obviously, and uh, I had, you know, I thought the right clothes. And so I show up and uh, Adrian Barbeau was absent. So we had a sub, a sub teacher. And this teacher was exactly what I dreamed. She was she was young and beautiful and had long flowing straight hair parted right down the middle and you know she was she was she was walking the walk and talking the talk and I was like yes this finally I'm getting what I want. This is the yoga experience I wanted. So I'm going to sit right up front. I'm going to get the most out of this and maybe I'll end up going back. So I was about 3 or 4 feet from uh I'm going to call her, I'm not even going to call her anything. She was Mara. I'm going to call her Mara. So the instructor, Mara, uh, was like about four feet away from me. And I felt like she was nurturing and, and, and almost loving. So we started doing our positions. And I liked what they called floor work because you don't have to stand up. You really aren't going to fall. So we got down on the floor. And as I got into position, which is like the semi, I guess, lotus position, the, the, the crisscross applesauce position, I felt something. I felt a summer breeze on my penis and testicles. It's a special feeling because a lot of times your, your, your junk is tucked away in underpants and then more pants or sweatpants. It's just, it's never really free and out in the open unless you're getting in and out of the shower or you're in your bedroom. But there's a special feeling when fresh air hits your business. And I felt that pretty, pretty readily as I sat down. Now, I was wearing boxer briefs that apparently weren't, that the elastic maybe had gone on and uh, I'm sweat, sweat shorts, sweatpant shorts. And I very, 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 very slowly looked down to see why a breeze was upon me and looked to see that all of my genitals were exposed. Yes, they were out. It it was out. They were all out. Everything was out and on the floor, on the hardwood floor. And I was like, oh, fuck me. I, I... I'm four feet away from Mara. What if Mara sees? Mara's going to think I'm exposing myself to her to, to get my jollies. When, when in reality, nothing could be further than the truth. Nothing could be further th- from the truth. So I was like, oh, shit, what do I do? So I look down, and there's everything right out there. And uh, I look up at Mara, and Mara was not looking at me. But I thought, if she looks down, if she looks down at me, something bad's going to happen. And of course, eventually she looked at me and looked down up real quick. And it registered that my dick and balls were out. And she <laughs> she made this face of kind of abject terror. 
And I started shaking my head in a real tiny way, like, no, 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 no. You got me all wrong. No, 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 I'm gay. No, 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 no. This happened by accident. I am wearing underwear. Did you think I'm not wearing underwear? I am, I swear to God. And Mara, I was dead to her. And I wanted to impress her. Perhaps I did. But I wanted to impress her so badly in the front row of my last yoga class. And there I was, balls to the wall or the floor. Uh, So floor work ended and we moved into the corpse pose and I could not stop laughing. Like I just couldn't believe this was my life. I've been suffering through yoga, trying to get a great experience. I finally think that I have a chance and all my naughty bits are out. So Mara, you know, obviously she's a professional, but I'm sure she just thought, you sicko, get out of my class. You come here, you probably go to all the yoga classes and try to expose yourself so I start laughing and I'm tremoring and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty audible when I laugh. And so Eric, who's behind me, babe, 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 like trying to stop me from making more of a fool of myself. Uh, so I couldn't wait to tell. I wish I could like communicate with him telepathically to say, you're never going to believe what was just exposed here in yoga. But when uh, we got up and I shimmied out of there, I slid, I slithered out. In, 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 in embarrassment. And I told Eric what had happened and he was laughing and like, oh, babe. I'm like, yeah, it's bad. I hate yoga. I hate it. I hate yoga. I hate Mara. I hate Adrian Barbeau. I hate all of it. I'm never going back. Fuck yoga. So when the doctor looks at me now in 2018 and says, your only hope is yoga, I, I wonder how I'm going to do. Well, first of all, I'm going to wear biking shorts so nothing falls out because that's really bad. I don't want to get arrested at yoga. But I did reach out to a friend uh, who is a yoga expert, I guess you would say. And she's agreed to work with me uh, one-on-one to start because I told her I'm like a hot mess in yoga. I'm really bad at it. And of course, you know, somebody who's into yoga is going to say, there's no way you can possibly be bad at yoga. Yoga's for you. This is whatever you want it to be. But I want it to save me from surgery. So I want to be good at it. I want to be good at yoga. Uh, I don't want to have to have another cervical spine fusion. I don't want a discectomy uh, in my lower back. I want to be able to pick up my kid. I actually told him the other day, I was um, giving him hugs and kisses. And I said, you know what? Sorry, but you're going to be 30 years old and I'm still going to be trying to pick you up and I'm going to hug and kiss you from head to toe. And I don't care if it embarrasses the hell out of you. I just love you so much that I'm going to try and twirl you around. That's how much I love you. But right now I can't lift him at all. So I feel like yoga is maybe the answer. Like I'm, I'm excited to start it. I think, and every time I bring it up or tell people, because I pretty much am singing the same song to anyone that comes to visit. Oh, you know, I'm yoga. And Eric laughs at me. <laughs> so humiliated because he's remembering what I was like and, and how I uh, disliked it so much. But I'm really excited to get into it. And so future podcasts are going to be about my yoga experience. Because if one doctor had said it, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. But every single person I have talked to, even the PTs, have said, you really should start yoga and Tai Chi, which I I think Tai Chi is more, um, less of a chance that um, your business is going to come out of your pants, right? Do do you just, I don't know, I 
I've done chair Tai Chi when I was in uh, the psychiatric hospital because they didn't want anyone standing and I guess trying to kill each other. So I've done chair Tai Chi uh, and I've done, you know, six weeks of yoga. But I'm going to try both because I really want to have back health. I don't want surgery. I don't I don't think I want another epidural shot. Uh, that was pain like I've never known before. She actually, to find the right spot, had to, to hit the nerve three times. And I was screaming like a little girl. And uh, they they heard me screaming through the door. Uh, I asked, "Did you? could you hear me screaming? Oh, yeah, we, we heard you. So I don't know if I want to, to be in screaming pain again. So, yeah, I feel reality closing in on me. But the, the, the bright light is yoga, <laughs> which I can't believe I'm even saying. But, yeah, that's my bright light. Yoga's going to save my life, everybody. You're going to hear about it, and I'm going to be awesome at it. And I'm going to keep all of my tidbits tucked in. And I'm going to uh, live t- to be 100. And I'm going to lift up my kid until when I'm 100 years old, and I am going to live to be 100, my son is going to be 55. So Jackie will be 55. I'll be 100. And I'm going to, at the nursing home, I'm going to wheel over to him. I'm going to pull him on top of me. I'm going to kiss him from head to toe because he's my baby boy. And uh, I'll have yoga to thank. So that's my story. I'm anxious. I'm off the stool softeners. I'm getting into yoga. I love everything. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.